Konnichiwa. Right on schedule. Deer Creek International Business Solutions, how can I help you? I am ready. Well, that's great, Ladybug. Ladybug? A new operational name. Oh, I see what you're doing. Ladybug's supposed to be lucky. Ha! You don't have bad luck. Really? My bad luck is biblical. I'm not even trying to kill people and someone dies. Remember the suicidal bellboy? You drove him to the hospital. Hang in there, buddy! And he didn't die. Okay, the wedding. Tequila? Johannesburg. It's time for some change. You want it simple for your first job back? It doesn't get simpler. We need to find a person who took that case. That's too easy. Shit. What? Remember those two wackos from the Bolivia job? The twins? Yeah, I'm not so sure they're twins. Get off the train. You stab me? I would never stop coming for you. What? I missed my stop. Something else going on here. Hi. You don't remember me. You look like every white homeless man I've ever seen. Really? You don't remember me? lady i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm i'm working on it get off at the next stop not so easy when you say it one little prick from this you know what happens yes your blood congeals clogging your brain i oh, said yes ah, balls. you're going to want to hear the whole story what's waiting for us in kyoto the white death with his army of assassins. There's this soulless psychotic leader with the largest criminal organization on the planet shoved right inside of... I don't see the white death letting any of us off this train. We need to come up with a plan. I'm gonna hurt people. What's happening to your face? Maybe there was a little head trauma? Maybe. I gotta get off this train. Sorry, buddy. Bullet Train, exclusively in movie theaters. This is Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say on the air. Tuning you into the Latino literary renaissance in all its splendor. Interviews, teatro, rap, fiction, poetry, memorias, composer spotlights, and more. Always mas. Thank you so much for tuning in to a multi-platform broadcast of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. You're experiencing us first on social media. You're checking out the video on fox26houston.com. And you're experiencing the audio on 90.1 FM KPFT, Houston's community station. And you know what, too? We come at you in person, which is what we love to do. But today, we've got a special show for you. And we're going to be talking about not just Latino representation in film, TV, and the American imagination, but we're going to be celebrating the success of one of our own, 
Andrea Munoz joins us to talk about her launch into the stratosphere with her new film, uh, Bullet Train. First of all, she's not being with us. Aplausos para ti. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for the invitation. I love this. I love these faces. No, oh, thank you so much. And we are joined also by our sound engineer slash co-host producer, Rodrigo Bravo Jr. Rodrigo, thank you for coming from behind the scenes to on screen and you're always shaping our show. So thanks for all that you do. I appreciate that, Tony. I've met Andrea through a couple of other places and I just felt like she was a perfect fit for the show. So I'm really happy that she was able to make time to be with us today. Of course, of course. I'm very happy. And we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to celebrate the launch of the film Bullet Train. Yeah. We're going to talk about your trajectory to this point and also about behind the scenes of what it takes to, to become an actor. Uh, we're, we're familiar with, with the trials and tribulations of writers. Um, sounds like some of that's similar. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And, then, yeah. and then we do want to talk about Latino representation, but I want to put that last on the list we'll give a context and here's why at the end of the day we're artists and you're going to be on that set you're on that screen and you're going to touch the hearts of so many people and that's how art works no like all they know is they saw someone cool and it's going to shape in many ways what they see but at the same time we want the american movie public to, to love the film overall, right? So yeah. how hard was it for you to wind up on this blockbuster film, which stars um, like Brad Pitt, Bullock, Brad Bunny. So congratulations uh, on that. But what did it take so you to get here? I live in LA right now. I've been based here uh, since 2017. And I moved here straight from Cali, Colombia, uh, my hometown. I was a psychologist there. I have a degree in psychology. I went to college there. I worked as a psychology for a year, but I find out that I just didn't want to do it anymore. Like I wasn't being very creative. You feel when your soul is dying little mm -hmm. by little. And I remember as a kid, I was always in the in the drama club. I was always doing like theater and stuff like was that. In the high school, even middle yeah. school? Yeah, yeah. So cool. I was always in the, in the theater thing and I loved it, but I, I never, you never thought of that, uh, of that as something serious because of the culture that we grew up in. I never thought it was something that you can make a living on because you don't see your, your mm -hmm. the adults surrounding you doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. But finally, when I was, okay, I'm done with this. I'm just going to be an actress. And I'm, I told my parents and they were like super supportive. They support oh, me great. emotionally. <laughs> No financially. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, do it. Like, what do you want to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I was no one in Colombia and I was no one here. So I was like, dang, you know dang I see. <laughs> I see. Might as well just start from the beginning over there. You know, like if I, at the end of the day, like that's what I wanted to work. That was the productions that I wanted to be part of. Like the stories mm. that I want to be telling as an actor. Because my favorite genre is fantasy, adventure, sci-fi. So Hollywood was the one that they were making those films. Mm. So I was, I'm just gonna just move there and just gonna start over, over there. I moved here, I asked for a student loan in Colombia and I came to school here and I never left. <laughs> and I was telling you earlier that 
it was a long process because it was a year first of like studying, then eight months or like trying to figure out how to start my career as an actor, like with managers, setting up the accounts to submit and auditions and stuff like that. And then I lost my work permit. So, so let's, let's pause there. So basically you're coming to a new country Yeah. and you spoke English, you studied English in Colombia. My dad, since I was a baby, he was like, you need to learn English. This is going to take you somewhere and you need to learn English. So he would put like the names of the stuff, for example, on the, on the table, he would like the label. He's like, this is table, this is chair, <laughs> this is kitchen. I remember he started doing that. And then when I was in college, in my second year and a half, I had the opportunity to go to England to study English. Dang. Oh, very cool. Like study abroad. Wow. Yeah. So I went to England and I studied English over there. So I kind of learned like that, like really they, make they taught it really... You that weird English though. So they don't speak American English. There. No, no, English. no. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was their English. I love England. I, I, I have the best time of my life wow. over there. Anyways, then I came back to Colombia and I kept practicing on my own. But when I moved here, I realized that my English was not as good as I thought it was, you know? <laughs> Welcome to the Chicano experience, right, Rodrigo? We, we, we go to Mexico or, or Chile. And we're like, oh, my Spanish is different. So I was like, uh, so it, that was another thing that I had to add to my learning process. Like, like, like practicing your my English, like uh, working on a neutral accent, working on get rid of my Colombian accent trying to do another accent but i'm like right now i'm still in the neutral accent i'm like okay i'm just i just want to make this perfect before i start like trying to sound southern you know what i mean <laughs> but, but i love that though because that is an intellectual aspect in that um we're not even to get into the english only movement that occurred in america because those days are, are, are obsolete uh, and if people still believe that you're behind the times <laughs> having said that so really in your craft you have to project different levels of English. And here you are having studied the language, gone to England, but now you want to perfect it because I imagine in your craft as you're going to audition, you're going yeah. to have to adapt it to characters and stories, no? Yeah, yeah, all the time. And that's one of the things on the craft that we have to like, especially international people that are not American. Americans too, they have to work and have different accents, but. Um, yeah, when you have a scene, you have to always sound as neutral as possible, you know, at least to, to give the casting director that. And if they pick you, they can work around that and, and give you like a, a dialect coach and, and, and see what they can do better. But, as, but in the audition, you have to deliver as neutral as possible. So, you know, it, it's better to, to sound neutral than sound that I have an accent or I have a thick accent. So because that can disregard you right away from the audition you know they can be like oh she mm -hmm. looks like the part but she sounds like this so which i know it has happened to me so many times <laughs> well no and if we do have time to get deep in the representation that's it right there because in the hollywood imagination they're imagining characters one way and then they speak one way and if you come in and disrupt that that could be good or bad as a Chicano, I'm going to say that has been bad for us, but, but again, yeah. you're saying that, that if you're prepared, you got to be able to navigate that quickly. So that's so yeah. cool that, that there's all that layers of knowledge for not just your, your craft, you have, you've got the psychology background, 
you're taking acting classes. Tell us about that as well, too, because I think people may not understand that. That's still something, even if you're not, oh, yeah. if, if you're finished with college, university, you still have to take actual classes. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's important to be coaching at least once a week. Acting is an art that is kind of complicated because other artists, they put their art out there and they can hide behind somewhere like in a painting or maybe when you write something like you put in yourself there but but there's not your face and your humanity out there al escrutinio de todo el mundo it's a lot of personal work to tap those places that are going to take you to the what your character feels anger pain love all those things so you have to work a lot about yourself that's the thing that you train During the course of all this, you're waiting tables, you're doing jobs to survive. Because, well, you said, I'm going to quote, you said you were nobody in Colombia and you're nobody. So you were struggling to get by, no? This is a very expensive city. It's crazy. But if you're organized and disciplined, you can survive. And you and this is one of the things that I'm very grateful for the waiting job. Like, I feel it was such a easy job. It was, uh, the schedule is so open and you can make good money out of it. I'm not going to complain about like, oh, I have to wait tables now because it actually was a job that gave me the possibility to have a very comfortable life in here in LA. And that helped me to, to manage to be out, to be capable to be auditioning and also putting a roof over my head. So yeah, it was, it was hard because, you know, you have to deal with people and customers can be difficult, but also you can make, you, I made a lot of friends. A lot of my customers became my friends. If I had to go back to waiting tables, I have no problem with that. I don't feel afraid to start over or like, you know, like life can put you in so many paths and I like you know? that. That sounds chic out of me. That sounds like, <laughs> not out of me, man. I like, you know? pura chamba. I like that. I like that. Pura chamba. That. Let's go to work. I see that, verdad? <laughs> I mean, you have to do what you have to do. <laughs> You've broken down the hard side and the study. Let's celebrate it. So now <laughs> you're in this blockbuster film. Tell us about auditioning for it and getting it. Because we were chatting before the interview. And of course, in my head, because I'm a writer. So what do I know? I don't know anything about this. I'm that person you mentioned hiding behind the words. Yeah, it's like I put all the words out there. Yeah, me escondo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was under the impression that you're doing like 100 auditions a day. And then you're, you know, you hear how they goes. What's it really like? It's hard to get in the casting offices. They already have like a, a roost. How do you call it? Like a, like a una lista? A roster. Roster. The favoritos, yeah, yeah. consentidos. Yes, yes. <laughs> Getting in that roster is difficult. Like you have to have the right headshot. You have to have the right reel. And sometimes they give you a shot. So it's like, okay, let's, let's see this girl that is new in town. And let's bring her for an audition. And if you screw it, you're done. They're never wow. going to call you again. So that's a part of the work. It's not always auditioning to get the role. It's auditioning so the casting director remembers you. So the casting director is like, oh, she doesn't work for this one, but I like, I like, she's good. So let's call her for something else. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the mentality that I started doing the auditions for when I started auditioning. 
because if you're like oh my god i'm gonna get this job then th that creates a tool in your head like it's, it's just too heavy for you emotionally so when i got the bullet train audition that was exactly what i did because when i saw the breakdown i saw brad pitt was was cast in this movie and i was like there's no <laughs> way i'm gonna get it i mean it's brad pitt this is if you're hiring brad pitt you your budget is large and if your budget is large you're probably gonna have a-list actors and you don't you don't you don't want to deal with non-union actors you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it does that's another problem so when i auditioned for it i was like i'm gonna just audition so this casting director it meets like she sees me because she is one of the biggest like the biggest casting director in town so i was like oh, this is awesome like she's gonna see me this is a great opportunity that's, that's a great awesome. attitude i i'd like to pause there only because on a community organizing level Corporate language will say networking. We're going to say it's building community cultural capital. And it's the hustle. I mean, Rodrigo was calling it la chamba. You said, hey, this is work. I'm here to chop some wood. And maybe they're going to, maybe I won't get this one, but me voy a lanzar. A ver qué pasa. You know, you're like, I got the chops. I'm going to do my best. But you were saying, hey, there's cultural capital. They're going to say, hey, she showed up on time. She's good at yeah. this. Yeah, like all those things you're thinking. So I did it, I sent it, and I only told my sister about that audition. I was like, dude, I made an audition for a movie with Brad Pitt. Like, what the f I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so she was like, oh my God, this is exciting. You're going to get it. I was like, I don't think I'm going to get it, but it's exciting to just do it. Like, just to be an actor that is just starting and doing the audition for a movie with a guy like that, you're like, oh God, like, it's exciting. Just that yeah. thought is great. A month after that, I received a call from my agent. It was a Friday night. And she was like, call me. She'd leave a, a voice message. And she was like, call me. You got an offer. So I called her. And I, and I thought it was a commercial. I, I did a commercial audition. And she's like, you got an offer from Mrs. Tiger. Back in the back then, it was called Mrs. Tiger. And I was like, what? what <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Wow. I was like, no, you, are you sure? I asked like 10 times, are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure they write this, the, 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 the right email? Like, I don't know. Like, for, in, for two months, I was like, at any time, they're going to call me and they're going to be like, you know what? We're going to release you. We have someone else. We're talking about deep representation as an artist and as a Latina because you just broke down how difficult the pipeline can be. And I can see, too, where, again, we don't have time to talk about, you've got to have the intelligence, discipline, time and energy to do the headshots, auditions, keep that a row, to stay working. You said discipline, but not. And then finally to have the maturity to take these parts as in, I'm going to keep learning and then great things happen. So happy for you. <laughs> yeah, happy for you. So, yeah, so then when did you realize it was the real thing? Because <laughs> you said you thought they might pull it from you. When I was on set. And like, actually, it was, it was like, like two weeks before they sent me the script. When they sent me the whole script, I was like, oh, this might be real because I have the script. If they don't hire me, I'm going to reveal this. <laughs> By the way, if that ever happens, come on our show. We'll be happy. We'll, we'll play the parts. <laughs> Uh, no, wow. I met, and then when I was like, it was the night before set, and I was I had to drive all the way to Lancaster Desert here in California, and I was having like this moment of self doubt, like I was like very scared, and I was like, 
oh my god I'm not gonna be able to do it like these people are huge like I'm gonna I've never been on a set this size with a director like I'm gonna disappoint him he's gonna be like why did we hire this girl we could have gone with a pro you know it was so scary that that night before and I have a group of friends here they're actors too and they walked me through it and they were like hey you're this is for you whatever whatever it is the universe put it for you it, it, it's happening so just take it just own it and and i don't know just try to pretend like <laughs> play the role that you're a pro that's, that's, that's also your acting skills so when i got there it was yeah i was nervous people didn't know me and i was like hi and they were like oh an extra go there and i was like no i'm, I'm this <laughs> yeah they don't know your face so they're like Whoa. i don't blame them uh, and I was like, it's I'm really just... great of you to share that though. Thank you for sharing that vulnerability because I think that happens to a lot of our community because it could be being VP, it could be being the manager where you show up and de repente you're you're the one running stuff or doing it. So thank you so yeah. much for being so so transparent about that. Of course, of course. I like I was I was telling you they were like oh like go to like where they and I was like, oh I'm Mrs. Wolf and then right away the whole energy changed like people change with you they're like oh my god this is Mrs. Wolf I'm so sorry she apologized I was like it's okay I get it like I understand and then they they brought a lot of people to take me to my trailer and to like you know they start like being very sweet and pampering you and like what do you want what do you need you want food you want water you want this and this and this you want jacket it's freezing and <laughs> Being through like a, like a star was kind of it, it's weird. It's, it's like because I was telling Rodrigo in another interview, like you're like because I'm like okay, I'm gonna grab a coffee. And they're like no 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 no, you cannot you, no no. I'll get you your coffee. I'll get, you're like I can get my own. I also wanted to walk around because I wanted to see everything, you know. And they're like no, what do you need? And I was like okay, that's fine. Like, but yeah, like that that people are trying to serve you after you've been serving for so long. It's just, it, it takes a while to, to get used to it. But I, I tell myself, don't get very used to it. Like, don't don't become the a that is like, oh, bring in this, <laughs> this and this, blah, 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 blah. You create a reputation in this industry. And if I want to, the only reputation I want to create in this industry is the one of the kindness, especially representing Latinos. It's been so hard for us that the only thing that we can bring to the table is show them that we are actually wonderful people and that we're not mm. all those archetypes they have invented. Mm. They haven't invented. Like, like unfortunately, we have been part of that thing, but they have like absorbed that mm. idea of us. But it's also a responsibility to go in the rooms and be like, this is what Latinas also are. We're family, we're, we're mm. fun, we're, we always bring the, the line, we smile, we, you know what I mean? That's the reputation I want to create in the no. industry. Emira, I'd like to also add that not only do you talk the talk, you walk the walk, because I really appreciate you joining us on the air. Appreciate Rodrigo putting us in touch with you. Have you here? Um, you're very open, honest. Oh, yeah. No tiene, I, you're not, you know, you don't think you're above people, even though you're a superstar now. But, <laughs> but that means a lot. But but I also think you're given the lesson of keeping things, keeping things in context. So I do want to talk about that. But let's celebrate this film. OK, so. OK. Uh, Let's talk, let's talk about Bullet Train. Tell us about your part and uh, some of the nuances of getting the, the that work done. 
Okay, so my my part, I'm Mrs. Wolf. I'm basically the um, I'm the wife of Wolf. Wolf is is played by Bad, Bad Bunny. Well, well, she just says that like como que nada. Like, <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> so Wolf is Bad Bunny. So I play his wife, and we it's it, like that's a part like <laughs> this movie. This movie is a lot of action, a lot of comedy, but our part is very, is, I love our part. It's very romantic. It's very tragic. It has like this kind of Romeo and Juliet kind of like thing where like we love each other so deeply and we have a lot of scenes that like we're like crazy in love about each other. We can take our hands of each other and and then it's all taken away from him. <laughs> I come here for revenge. I will ruin your life the way you ruin mine. What? Dude, I don't even know you! You stab me? There's someone else doing a job on this train. It's the wolf. It was in the wedding you infiltrated in Mexico. Room. I knew I'd recognize that guy. I'm really good with face. Get off the train. He doesn't need a reason to kill people like you. He needs a reason not to. Okay. Can we just take your time out here? I would never stop coming for you. Why? And that's what moved him to go to the train and try to kill Garcet. Um, who is the responsible for what happened to me? El malo. So, mm. el es el malo. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> so, it is a small part. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm one of the. No, it's a small part, but I think it is a, it's a, it's a, it's a big part for me, mm -hmm. <laughs> personally. Mm -hmm. But it's also an important part for the plot of the movie. Like it's attached to the whole story. Like it's not just a role that is just there for a moment. No, it's just a role that is is they keep bringing it back and forth, back and forth during the whole movie because it's it's part of the plot. So yeah, it's a great great beginning. If we want to go deep into representation, I, I'd like to complicate the issue on many levels. First of all, uh, I think as Latinos, we're artists, and you're an artist, and that's key, right? Melt all the yeah. forms. I think the, the complications are that um, it sounds like, for example, um, we're talking corporate entertainment, like that's the height and that's not bad or good. That's a fact. Like that's the, you know, the, the machine. I mean, yeah. Right. And you mentioned some of the tough ways to crack it. Of course, you know, when we talk about representation, so much is lumped in there. How many Latinos are the producers, you know, and at that level, then you got directors at that level. And here's the other complication from the U.S. side. There's not really Latino films. And here, here's what I mean by that. Um, for example, even in the corporate publishing world, we talk about Latino books. There's The corporate publishers don't really have a Latino genre, un género Latino. No, no existe, ¿verdad? Yeah. So, yeah. so that makes yeah. it hard to talk about. And then within that, there are parts that they do give to Latinos, which we mentioned the complications of it. So it's, it's fascinating that you are in this film then that mm -hmm. Amer many Americans will see. And even your role, what I love about, what about this is, oh yeah, era Latina, so no, no doubt about that. <laughs> you know, um, 
So they'll see it. It will shape how they imagine us. There is a problem with the way that we are portraying on, on the media. There is like our stories aren't tell. And we cannot say that we're not telling our stories because I'm, I, I can promise you there is a bunch of writers out there that are trying to tell a story about us, but they're not given the opportunity to, to tell the stories yeah. because apparently the market doesn't want to see it. The market doesn't want to get involved. Like it's, it's like, it sounds to me like they don't want to, que no quieren sensibilizar al público con el pueblo latino. One thing I say in my book, The Tip of the Pyramid, Cultivating Community Cultural Capital. I want to put it in context because I've been told some people are offended when I say this, but I got I to gotta say it. <laughs> Corporate entertainment, they're illiterate about Latinos. Porque no, no saben nada de nosotros at the corporate, at that corporate high level. So then yeah. here they're making decisions without really knowing it. Having said that, what's exciting to me, though, is that art is powerful. So you in this role are going to touch some hearts as a Latina and mm -hmm. change some of that perception. Um, but but again, it's it's kind of this other dichotomy. Let me ask you this. Here you are in this huge role. Does that guarantee that you can continue getting big roles or is it still hard for everybody and is it a little harder for Latinas? It doesn't guarantee absolutely anything for me. It's just, I don't think even the movie thinks that I'm that important. You wow. know, we think that, I, that I'm important because it's like, for, for Latinos, it's like, damn, it's a Colombian. It's a girl that is this and this and this and this. But I don't think like they perceive it that way. El, el punto que atrae van a ser, va a ser Brad Pitt, va a ser Aaron Taylor Johnson, mm. eh, and Bad Bunny, which I have to say there are males also. <laughs> no, great point. So, so it's, um, it doesn't guarantee anything to me. I still auditioning like I was auditioning before the role and without no securance of anything. Um, I have learned more of the industry. I have learned that, for example, your followings matter, like who you are, your presence in social media, or maybe in the media is important. So, so uh, producers, they will like, oh, okay, we like her. Let's see how present is she in social media. And there's like, because I represent money and views and who's going to watch this, 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 this. Of course, there's so many producers and there's, there's people that are still working on the art and they have they pick people that are like, like, not big on social media or anything. Like, we have both both sides. Right. But it, it doesn't guarantee. Like, like having this role is not a guarantee that like, not because I'm doing this, it means that I'm going to have a successful career. The only thing wow. that guarantees that I'm going to have a successful career is me. Me and keep trying. Me and keep putting my work in my but uh, that's how you say it. <laughs> yeah, that's how you say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to keep like uh, hustling. Like the hustle haven't haven't stopped, and hopefully, yes. Like I was watching, I was checking my IMDb the other day, and I saw like two producers went on my profile and check it out. Yes, I mean your name is, is like they see you and they see the movie and they see that your star meter is like moving, and mm -hmm. probably it, it means something, but it's not a guarantee. That's really important that you said that, Andrea, because you're not on those lists right now. The list of those favoritos, the people that are already know. And that's why you have to put in that extra work. But I love the fact that you say, hey, I'm going to put in the work because that representation is really important. ¿Crees que la gente no espera que seas tan completa? Y lo que quiero decir es esto. Ya existe una percepción de cómo se presentan las latinas en las películas. ¿Crees que eso también se presenta en la vida real? o en tu vida personal, que alguien piensa, bueno, ella es latina, espero que es eso, 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 pero no esperen que, por ejemplo, que 
tienes un uh, título en psicología. No esperan que ah. a lo mejor eres, un, uh, eres mesera, ¿verdad? Que tú sí. trabajas, que tú pones chamba y todo. A veces la gente tiene una percepción mala. ¿Tú crees que eso es algún problema en eso? Sí, pienso que a, a, puede llegar a ser un problema. Por eso, tal vez, en, por ejemplo, cuando hago entrevistas y cuando hablo, trato de, de, de redireccionar todo hacia, hacia que lo que estamos hablando en este momento. Por ejemplo, ¿qué ha pasado últimamente con, la, con, el, con el release de la película? Eh, se habla de un beso. Entonces, todo el, todo el mundo pregunta por el beso. Y, y que, ¿cómo fue el beso? Y que, que, que yo no sé qué, bla, bla. Entonces yo trato de, de redireccionar la respuesta hacia el hecho de que eh, cuando es en un, en un plano actoral, los besos no es, no es el mismo disfrute de un beso que uno se da con una persona que no le gusta a cuando uno se besa en un set. Es un contexto totalmente distinto y, es, y eso pone trabajo del actor, de, de, de manejar pues, eh, que hay muchas personas alrededor tuyo, de que una cosa es un beso, un beso que es solamente con lujuria, un beso que es con amor, como el que yo le tenía que dar a, a Benito en la película, porque yo estaba totalmente enamorada y perdidamente enamorada de él. Entonces tenía que verse ese, ese amor que no sentíamos, ¿sabes? Entonces trato de, redireccion de re redireccionarlo hacia eso y aún así en los headlines siguen poniendo, Andrea dice que Bad Bunny besa muy rico. And that... <risa> And it, it, it create, it, crea un, un, una percepción sobre mí de, y de lo que yo estoy hablando también de mi compañero de trabajo. Because mm. I would, I would feel, yo me sentiría irrespetada si yo leyera que, que Benito dice que yo beso rico to the media, you know? Mm -hmm. it, it's, no, it's not right. Porque es un espacio de trabajo y debe ser, se debe mantener profesional, se debe mantener con respeto. Y, y aunque... Yo soy una mujer, él es un hombre, los dos merecemos que sean, que sean eh, como cosas que se compartieron, que sean, que se, we keep it between nosotros dos como coworkers. Rodrigo, you've kind of set off this analysis. Metaphors are forced confessions. And what I love is corporate media is focusing on that kiss, but it's almost like, let's suppose you had murdered someone in, in a movie, right? How, how to feel to murder that guy? It makes as yeah. much sense, which is nonsense. So that's fa it's fascinating because it plays off of all the stereotypes and generalizations that you were touching on. And not only that, it's, re it's reductive. Andrea is obviously much more than just a kiss on the screen with with bad bunny but everybody focused on that and that's that's the problem that i have because as i've gotten to know andrea through the interviews uh, you are a multifaceted very dynamic young lady i mean you have a lot in the background as far mm -hmm. as your thoughts representation and how that matters and even the way you carry yourself so for it to be reductive to like so how how was how was it kissing bad bunny It's I almost, know. Casi como que da pena. It's like, ask her another question, man. Like, yes. like this, she's like, more than that, you know? So that, that's why I wanted to bring that up so that everybody that's listening right now understands how the media portrays even uh, somebody as talented as you and they reduce you to a moment. Mm -hmm. they, they really did. Because when I was doing research based on what you've done, you've done a lot of different work. You have a, a, a very good background. We've talked about it before the interview and even now. 
But every interview that I saw for this movie leading up to it did focus on that one particular moment. And, yeah. and I will say this, it's a disservice to you, but it's just very indicative of how the media portrays Latinas and Latinos in the media. We're reduced to these moments where we're not able to fully construct who we are. Yeah, and the end is, is again sexualizing the, the Latina woman as, mm -hmm. is, as como esa persona, ese, ese, ese accesorio que está ahí para complacer. Que risa porque I was watching this video of Christine, Christine, I don't remember this actress that she, they were, she was asked like, so you kiss this actor and she's like, you know what? Yes. And he's very lucky. I'm tired of saying that he was the lucky one. You know what I mean? And at some point <laughs> I'm getting tired of saying like, yeah, I'm lucky because I kissed Bad Bunny. Like, you know, like he is lucky too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Bad Bunny kissed Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good person too. I'm, I'm, I'm fun to be around. I'm very talented and I'm working hard too, you know? I, I went to an event the other day and you can see how they perceive you and they start thinking about putting you in other scenes with other people to kiss again another person. And, and it's <sighs> While we're analyzing this, here's the other, and again, um, we're not going to sue anybody. We're just pointing out, we were just how, how metaphors are confessions, how corporate media works. And again, I don't want to get people saying, you guys hate corporate media. I'm, we're just pointing out how it works at a large scale because like you're saying, your name is eliminated from that sentence. They're not mm -hmm. saying Andrea Munoz besa a Bad Bunny. She kiss Bad Bunny. Whose name is in there? The male. What's the mm -hmm. act? The kiss. And you're right. It it it, it deep. Uh, you're not a person in there. You're this act. So and again, it's not a crime, but it, it focuses on the uphill battle that you're on, and then this. It opens my eyes to you said, hey, this is not a guarantee of more parts. Why? No, this is just, hey, bad money, kiss somebody versus <laughs> we're talking about Andrea Munoz, the the, the figure. I'm, I'm just trying to think about it. Like, it's going to be good exposure at the end of the day. It's a great credit to have. And I, I love I love doing it. And I love everything that happened with the movie. Um, and... Yeah, it's, it's just I'm just grateful for this, and I'm it, every day I go to bed and I was I'm like this. Thank you for the big opportunity that is going to open a lot of doors. This media, they're going to say whatever, right. but at the end of the day, I'm going to be there to to make clear things to to like when I when I go and go on read the headlines. This is so embarrassing, but you know, <laughs> and, and and some friends are like, it's fine, it's attention, all attention is good, blah 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 blah. And at some point, I'm tired of getting that attention. You know, I want, mm -hmm. I want, I want to have the attention to 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 talk or to maybe to play the role that I want to play to share with the world the the feelings that I have. I have the opportunity. I'm pretty sure it will. <laughs> well, como dice Rodrigo, lo que estudiaste es clave para eso también. I mean, it's yeah. fundamental that you have this um, th this skill in psychology to yeah. get to that. Uh, Rodrigo, man, you opened up an intellectual piñata right there, brother, man. That was good. <laughs> well, and I, th I think it's important to talk about that because Andrea is a lot more than just a moment or a scene in the film. You know, she has a great representation. She's spoken on a lot of different themes. And one thing that she mentioned earlier uh, was mm -hmm. our stories are out there. They're just not picked up. Mm -hmm. They're just not picked mm -hmm. up. And so that's why I think when you have somebody like Andrea who's willing to stand on her principles and say, hey, people are going to talk about it, but oh, it's going to give me the exposure, this and that. But I'm not about that. There's more to it. And so, for example, one question I did want to ask was about your degree in psychology. Right? Psychology is not an easy field. Uh, so first of all, congratulations on that. That's thank a you. big accomplishment. Yeah. That's, thank you. Thank that's, you. Yeah. 
We we love an educated Latina, okay? We you know we we definitely love that. But how how does your education factor into your performances, and how important was it for you to have a kind of an educational background before you got to LA? Oh my God, it is so important. Like I have realized, like there is this thing on having thanks to my parents because they worked so hard to 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 give me ed education. It creates you a, a different perspective of how to absorb the world around you. First of all, you become more critical of the world and the things that are exposed to you. LA is a very difficult city. LA is a, it's a city of a lot of like appearance and and you want to think that you are this and this and this. And I, I never fit on, fit on that. I was very like, I don't know who, who that is. I don't know what that club. Because they were like, oh my God, you're not going to the nice clubs. And I knew that I had an objective. Like I, I studied five years of psychology and I didn't have time to be like when I wasn't in, in, for example, in the semestre, you have to focus and finish your, your, your things. And there's no time to be like partying around because it, it's hard, you know, like to get it done, you need to be put in work. And I couldn't waste the energy just going there and, and party. And I feel like a lot of Latinas are like that. I love it. The other day I met a girl that she's, we were talking about it. I was like, yes, girl, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> that I feel like I don't see the same conception of college here for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like they, they see college as a way to like party, mm -hmm. <laughs> get laid. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And that background in education, like that, that education helped me a lot to, to be professional, to be disciplined to know how to start a project and like, what are the steps to do it? I wasn't like, oh, like, oh, you know, like I didn't know where to start because I was like, well, like, this is how I, I remember I used to, as I escribí mi tesis. So I guess something similar has to be like, some steps are similar how to be like, to, to, to make this thing work. You know what I mean? Mm. So I remember when I came here to the school, I was always like asking the teachers, so what, what, what is the process? O sea, a donde hay que ir, a donde hay que preguntar, que lo primero que tengo que hacer, en donde me tengo que meter. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I feel like that, that education created a structure. And, and that's why it's so important to, to, that people have education. It's, it's, I always insist on that. Like education is the most important thing that we can offer to our kids, to our youth. It's, it's, it creates a structure in the mind and it develops your, your mind and your, the way you think and the way you perceive things. It makes you understand easier the, the world. That's great that you're talking about that because you're giving it this intellectual basis. So here you are championing our community to be intellectuals. Yeah. I also love that you're, you're not saying, hey, you regret any of that. You're saying te formó. You know, yes. Like, you know, te formó. And even as we hear you speak about managing this huge uh, moment, it's still that same discipline, which is very straightforward, but also this deep intellectual capacity that people may take for granted because, again, we're not always considered um, uh, intellectuals, but but you're, you are showing how being intellectual can help with arts and how art can change the world and why it's important uh, on an everyday basis. So, felicitaciones. That is an orgullo. Te, man, oh. that's so cool. Yeah, th thank you so much, Andrea, for that answer. Yeah. And I just want to note one other thing. Yeah. Uh, Andrea never mentioned money, Tony. You know, it was all about community. Wow. It's all about, wow. hey, I'm bettering myself. You know, this is what it provides. It provides structure. It provides 
discipline and providing me a way to perceive things in a professional manner, because that's what you're entering. Right. And Tony talks about this in his book, uh, you know, when you're creating cultural capital, how important it is that we do have to work with these structures. And the mm -hmm. fact that you mentioned education, community building, mm -hmm. discipline and structure, and didn't even mention money, that just speaks to your character and how you're very focused on the right things. Well, do us a favor. If you can give out uh, your, your social media, so we want to wish yes. you continued success and and really make sure that the public knows about not, not just this film, congratulations on Bullet Train, but the, the depth of the person that you are. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. So I'm on Instagram as Andrea Munoz, like it's written here. H-Y. Well, we wish yeah. you continued success. Thank you so much for, for joining us, dropping that knowledge and wisdom. We were talking to Andrea Munoz, co-star of Bullet Train. And uh, she's so down to earth and smart. I want to thank our crew, Rodrigo Bravo, our sound engineer, who you get to see in person right now if you're watching that Ooh. video. And Meadow Meadow, who's always so, so generous with his brilliance. And uh, <laughs> our audio show for 90.1 FM KPFT. I want to thank Roxana Guzman, who produces our social media platforms. And of course, everybody who supports Nuestra Palabra. Hey, this is Tony Esdibuto Picante. Thank you for tuning in. And we hope you will go out and support the arts. Gracias. Gracias. Ciao. Wow. Ciao.